0: this inner dialogue is happening all the time it's happening on a subconscious level it's happening beneath your conscious awareness and we don't notice it we're not aware that we have this language or this code or this program going on all the time in our minds why because the outside world is so damn loud welcome you're listening to the reprogram your mind podcast and i'm your host todd l bowerly think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day. 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think, think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome, everybody. This is episode two of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Todd Bowerly. I'm a mindset coach and expert in working with clients around the world so that they can understand their mind and then change their thinking in order to change their results. Here's an important point I want you to think about. Your results are going to be 95% mindset and only about 5% strategy, tactics, and things like that. This is why mindset is so important. It's the engine that drives everything in our lives. So I want to explain exactly what we're doing here with this podcast in the order that I'm choosing to release these episodes of these topics. I'm trying to build a foundation here, a foundation of understanding so that we can dive even deeper into the mind. We could have thousands of episodes of this podcast just unfolding these ideas in, in nuanced ways, but we have to start with some basic understanding. Number one, you are programmed to live the life that you are living. That was really the entire topic of discussion in the first episode. If, if you do not see and understand and, and wake up to the awareness that, that your life is controlled by a series of programs, everything else that I have to say is meaningless. Okay, so I hope that after listening to this last episode, you were able to look at your life and go, holy shit, you know, I am programmed. I am responding to things with automatic, habitual thinking, feeling, and behaviors and some of the goals or the things that I believe or some of the act- actions that I'm in- engaged with, they're they're not mine. It's all habitual. And if you realize that you have not really been growing lately or that you've reached some kind of a plateau, in that plateau is this incredible gift, this gift of dissatisfaction that you know you are capable of doing more, but you aren't sure how to get there because no one teaches us how to think and let alone teaches us how to change our conditioning and programming. Now, I don't know that that's a Machiavellian design in society that people are trying to force us from becoming aware and and force us into a powerless victim role. I think most people just aren't thinking and just follow along with it to begin with. Okay, But when you start to realize that you want more from life and you don't know how to get it, that's where the magic begins. That's where the real fun begins in life. And it can be frustrating and overwhelming. It can be uh, discouraging at times, but it should also be the most empowering idea you have ever accepted in your life. This realization that you can be, do, or have whatever you want. You just have to become that person to do it. And becoming that person really means changing your programming. And so the number one question I get from everybody on every social media channel is, how do you do it? You know, it's it's ironic. I, I started on TikTok about a year and a half ago, and I've got four hundred and forty something thousand followers. And the most popular TikToks, the things that go viral on this platform are the things that sort of shake people awake, like telling them that nine up to ninety eight percent of your life is controlled by habit. Uh, or that we become what we think about and we should be taught that in kindergarten. Like that stuff gets all the traction. And then everybody's question is how, how do you do it? How do you do it? And then I'll make a, a, a long series of TikToks explaining how we're programmed, explaining how to change it. And most people miss that because it doesn't jerk them awake. The how isn't sexy. The problem is sexy. The problem encourages people to say, well, we can't be programmed. I'm conscious all the time. What about free will and all this stuff? We fight against our recognition of the problem to such a degree that when I tell you the secret of how to reprogram your mind, you're like, well, well, that's it. Cause it's, it's not sexy. The solution actually is so common sense. It's so easy to do that. That is why we don't do it. Okay. If something is easy to do, it's easy not to do. And just because it connects in your conscious mind and you have some awareness and go, oh my gosh, this makes total sense. You are used to taking that conscious understanding and walking into your life with it and being able to pass the test in school or get the certification that you need, but you're actually not applying that knowledge and information to your life. Reprogramming your mind is all about applying knowledge, applying awareness. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you have an idea and you marry it with action. This is about applying the knowledge in your life until you change your results, That's the name of the game. You want to change your results, not just feel better, not have some token knowledge that you can use at a party for social credibility. No, I want you to improve your life and have the results to show for it. What does that mean? I want you to have the relationship. I want you to have the job that you love. I want you to multiply your income. I want you to have the dream house, the dream car, the dream life, because we can. We can have it all if we just learn the secret of how to reprogram your mind. And that's what I plan to share with you today. How do you actually reprogram your mind? Well, the place where we have to start is understanding the nature of this program. We're talking about habits. We're talking about belief systems. We're talking about the mental model, the way that you view the world. We're talking about the way you view yourself, what you feel that you're worthy of, any limiting belief, anytime you think I can't do that for some reason or another, anything that's holding you back, all of those are programs. All of those are programs. About 60% of our programs are self-limiting programs, things that hold us back in life. Those are the things that we want to change. That's what we're talking about. All of this is in your subconscious mind, by the way. It's your subconscious mind. You're, just, you're not aware that the program is running all the time. The same way that you open up a computer and you want to open up Microsoft Word, you click on the icon and there is a symphony of activity of ones and zeros and all kinds of things going on on the inside to be able to open up that program so you can type on it. I don't have a freaking clue... What's happening back there? And neither do you when your subconscious mental programming is in control of your life. We don't need to understand it, but we need to change it. Because when it's not working, we need to reinstall the software or upgrade our operating system and trust that the subconscious programming is going to be in alignment. Okay. So for example, with money, the only reason you're earning the amount of money that you are earning is because you are programmed to earn that amount of money. The only reason people earn $100,000 a year is because they're not aware of how to earn $100,000 a month. And those are interchangeable programs. You can just swap one out for the other. If you're a to be earning $100,000 a year, you can earn $100,000 a month if you installed the right program into your subconscious mind and allowed it to run and didn't interfere with it. Okay. That's what we're talking about when we say reprogram your mind. That's the kind of results that we can be getting. So how in the world do you do that? First off, you have to know what the program is that you want to change, right? Seems, Seems to make sense. How do you know what program you need to change? Well, you look at your life. If you are programmed to live your life, meaning that all the results that you have in your life come from the program running itself unchecked. You don't have to look any further than any of the experiences and results that you have in your life. So I think about the quality of your relationships, uh, the quality of your marriage or, or whatever partnership that you're in, the, uh, relationship that you have with money, what you do as a career, how successful you are, your happiness, your emotions, your state of mind, Uh, you can look at your religion and faith as a, as an example of programming, any result that you have in life is controlled from your program. Now, there are things in your life that you like and things that you don't like. I would have you look at and examine the areas of your life that you do not like the things that you are dissatisfied with, the things that you want to improve, the things that, uh, you realize you have a greater potential to, or just the stuff that you don't like. What really angers you? What really outrages you? All of those reoccurring themes in your life are controlled by a program. You look at the results that you don't like and there's the program at work. And this is something we will will continue to unravel throughout the course of this podcast. Our results are a reflection of what's going on inside of our minds. So, Uh, let's just stick with money because I think it's the number one thing that most people are uncomfortable with. And we could have multiple podcasts only on money, but the amount of money that you earn is something that you're programmed with. So just take that as a result. OK, the, what you are currently experiencing is the manifestation of that program. So now we know what we need to change. You want to improve your, your relationship with money to earn more money or to save more money or to be able to spend more money freely or to not feel guilty about money, to feel worthy about money, to be able to enjoy money more so that you can enjoy your hobbies, your activities uh, so that you can donate more to charity so that you, you know, whatever it is, you have a desire to use money more and you need more money. That's a program that we can change. Now, we have to ask ourselves, what are our thoughts, our feelings, our beliefs, and our actions regarding, for example, money? What are those? We need to know, what are we thinking? So we've got to do some journaling, some writing. We've got to grow some awareness of what the current program is first. And the only way you're going to do that is by becoming aware of your thoughts, your feelings, and exercises. Now, I want to pause right here and say that most people want to shortcut this process. They're looking for an easy, quick answer. There's no easy, quick answer to life. There's none. Okay. That means that you are tired, exhausted, and burn out. That sounds to me like a program that's running already, that's burning out your machine, burning out your body, burning out your mind. There is no easy way out of changing your program. I can't be more direct than that. So all of this is going to take effort. And if you feel like you don't want to put in the effort, you have to examine that and say, what program is running here that's causing me to not put in the effort? all life takes effort. You're going to expend effort one way or another. You're going to expend it playing a role and allowing programs to control your life, or you're going to expend effort to change it. And the mental discipline required to change your programming is extensive. It's not super easy. So you have to become aware. What is the program? You look at your results. Okay. That's step one. Step number two is become aware of what the program is. There is no other way to do this other than journaling. So here is what you do. And this is an exercise that I give my clients all the time. And I would bet good rock hard money that the vast majority of people listening right now are not going to do this exercise. And I'm leaving a week between some of these episodes here because I want to give you time to do these homework. Like If you listen to these podcast episodes, you're being coached by me on how to reprogram your mind. Okay. You have to get a piece of paper out and you have to describe in intimate detail. The result that you're getting that you don't like. Okay. So like we're talking about money. If you want to earn more money and you can't, or you feel frustrated with your you're earning, that's maybe the first sentence. I feel frustrated about money all the time. And you want to write this down. And I implore you to get a pen and paper and actually do this work. Just don't think about it. It's not good enough because your thoughts are slippery. They're going to try to be, uh, they're going to try to be evasive with you. They're going to try and hide the way that you catch what you're thinking is and catch what the programming is, is to write it down, so just start at the top of the page and write it down. I'm really frustrated when it comes to money. I feel like I work so hard and I can't ever earn any more. It's not fair. I think that rich people have it easy and poor people have it hard. The whole system's against me with money. I know that I'm not getting my worth. I I I don't think I have any skills. I don't have any skills that are worth more in, in the job market. Obviously, it values other things. I think the only way that you can earn more money is to be greedy and to be... Uh, to take advantage of other people. Do some of these thoughts sound familiar? They should. I guarantee you, most of you have these thoughts about money. And that is all part of the, the program. It's all part of the program. I had these same thoughts. I had these same thoughts. If you listen back in episode zero, I talked about how my coach said, Todd, the only reason you are earning $35,000 a year is because you believe that that is what you are worth. And he wasn't wrong about that. So I had to change my feelings of worth. So there were things like the word rich or wealthy make me uncomfortable, or I am judgmental of people that have wealth. So you've got to write this down. This isn't one thought or two thoughts, especially when it comes to money. And if we're talking about your self-worth, it's even more. We're talking about anxiety and depression, you're going to use even more words. When you write down all of the description of the negative situation that you want to change that's in your life, I promise you it potentially can be pages and pages long of circular negative talking and thinking. This self-talk is going on in your mind all of the time, whether you're aware of it or not. This self-talk, this voice in your head that you're capturing and putting down on paper, these are the lines of code of the program. Now, you just have to be able to get that out on paper and look at it without judgment. You need to look at it and see it for what it is and say, the results that I'm getting are because this is the way that I've been thinking, and you might put some Descriptions of feeling words in there as well. Uh I I'm I always feel like I don't have enough money. I'm scared to spend the money that I have. I'm worried that it's not coming. Right? So you're gonna have a description of these thoughts, a description of these feelings, and a description of your behavior. I only the only way I know how to earn money is to go to work uh, and work for somebody. People aren't paid a lot in this field. I seem to always work for a company that pays below market rate. Like all of these words. Thoughts, feelings, beliefs, behavior. That is the language that makes up this program in your mind. And you write it all down and look at it. And this is the awareness of the program. It's a negative description of the negative situation that you want to change. Our mind goes all the time. It's going all of these words are in there all the time. And it's not like you have a voice in your head that's narrated and dictating every, all of this all the time. That's not what it's like. But this this inner dialogue is happening all the time. It's happening on a subconscious level. It's happening beneath your conscious awareness. And we don't notice it. We're not aware that we have this language or this code or this program going on all the time in our minds. Why? Because the outside world is so damn loud. It really is. We have TV, we have video games, we have movies, we have we have news media, we have political controversies, we have opinions about religious beliefs, we have wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, you know, all, all kinds of weather and calamities, asteroids that might hit us. And I mean, there is so much noise in the outside world and it is so loud and is so pervasive that... We try to numb out all of that noise and all of that anxiety, and we numb out by consuming things, by continuing to have more data stream through our mind. Uh, most of you guys, if you're followers of mine on TikTok, I know that you have the TikTok habit of opening up the app and scrolling, and suddenly an hour goes by. I still get n- nabbed by that myself, right? And the inner dialogue that's happening with your programming is silent because you constantly have this feed of information coming in through your senses over and over again. One of my favorite authors is Neville Goddard, and I've been studying from his book, The Power of Awareness, for the last 90 plus days. And specifically, I'm reading this chapter called The Coin of Heaven. Uh, It's actually from another body of work called Awakened Imagination. And what I'm going to do is I will put a link to this book in my show notes so that you can take a look at it and order it off of Amazon. And uh, in here, he talks exactly about this phenomenon. He discusses this concept of inner speech, this dialogue that's happening all the time. And he says, by inner speech is meant those mental conversations, which you carry on with yourself they may be inaudible when you are awake because of the noise and distractions of the outer world of becoming. Right? That's exactly what we're talking about. This inner voice is drowned out. You don't hear the program running because of all the noise in the outside world. But listen to this he says, but they, the inner conversations, they are quite audible in deep meditation and dream. That's powerful. And all of you that might argue to say, I don't have these inner conversations. I don't have this inner dialogue, this description of negative events. That's not going on in in my mind all the time. I would ask you, what are your dreams like? Or have you ever tried to meditate for more than five minutes? And I guarantee you, most of you would say, I can't meditate because I can't get my mind to shut off. Well, what's happening? What's happening in your mind? Well, you turn off the outside stimulus and your mind becomes so loud about the things that you need to be worried about, the things that you're aggravated about, the things that you're outraged about. Your mind goes nonstop. And most of the time it's negative. Most of the time it even argues with yourself. You have two voices arguing inside and it seems like the negative one is usually more powerful than any other voice that's in your mind. And you might even think that you're going crazy, but I promise you this inner dialogue is happening all of the time. And this inner dialogue is what's creating your life. It's the program. It's the voice of the program. It's not you. It's the voice of the program running. And your job in writing down a description of the event or circumstances that you don't like and want to change, you are capturing the voice of the program on pen and paper so you can look at it, so you can uncritically look at that program and evaluate for yourself. Are those things that I want to have continually in my mind Do I want to change how I'm thinking? Do I want to change how I believe? Do I want to change and have new behaviors? Because I promise you the formula for life is simple. The formula is the thoughts and feelings and actions of your life create all of your results and if you want different results you have to have new thoughts and new feelings and new actions and behaviors and that i promise you over time will give you new results there's no other formula to life but what are you thinking what are you feeling what really is the nature of your program that's what this exercise is all about and it's the first step in reprogramming your mind There's no other place to start. You have to know what your program is. So I want you to do this exercise. I want you to think of a situation where you want to have a change in your life. And I want you to write down a description of it and look at it and realize that this is that program. Now, here's the second part of this exercise the most important one. I want you to read through this entire program and change anything that's negative into positives. What does that look like? If you write down, I don't believe that I am worth more money, what's the opposite of that idea? The opposite of that idea is, "I." it's not even believe, I know. I know that I am worth more money. Another one would be, all I do is worry about the amount of money that we have and I'm afraid to spend money because I don't know that we're going to have enough. Well, what's the opposite? The opposite of that idea is I have more than enough money. There's always enough for whatever I want or need to buy. Now, we can get even more specific. What I did is I looked at my income after my wife had become disabled and I had three kids and a mortgage, $35,000 a year doesn't cut it. In fact, that's right at the poverty line for the state that I live in. So I saw the negative situation being that I was programmed to earn $35,000 a year. And so what did I write? That I earn over $100,000 a year. That's where I started. And then I went, well, I want to earn more than that. So I earn over $250,000 and it continues to grow. As I grow my affirmations and programming, my income grows. So we can get very specific with that. You, you just want to look at and see anything that's negative in this description of my life in an area that I want to change. I look at anything that's negative in that program language And I turn it to the positive, to the way that I want. And then by the end of this exercise, because maybe you took four or five pages to write down all the negative, now you've got four or five pages of positive programming, positive language. It's not in you. It doesn't change anything in you, but you have a representation of it. You know the words that are going to overwrite the negative A positive idea is stronger than a negative idea. If you take a negative idea out, you have to replace it with something else. What do you replace it with? You replace it with a positive idea. And you're going to know, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it when you find the right sentences that are the new lines of code. And I'll give you a very specific example from my experience. One of the programs I had all the time was anxiety, anxiety anxiety over every little thing. And I, I wrote down five pages of circular negative talking about my anxiety. And there was this one sentence that really summarized all of it. It said something like this, I live my life in fear and anxiety that becomes so powerful or so great that I become paralyzed and even the simplest of tasks become impossible. Right, that I, I think that really describes anxiety, was for my experience at least. And then when I went through and I did this exercise, I was like, what's the opposite of this? What's the opposite of living my life by fear and anxiety? And for me, I thought that that was faith. I'm not talking about religious faith, I'm talking about faith in general. The emotion of faith, the emotion of belief that everything's going to be okay. I live my life by faith, and I looked at the back half of that that sentence, and I was like, what's the opposite of having simple things become impossible? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. If I just swap the words around, I live my life by faith so that impossible things are simple. Like, I felt that to my core. I went, that's the new program that I want to have. To a point where I felt sick to my stomach. I felt like I was going to throw up. That's how how different this idea was from where I had been living my entire life. And that sentence, it captured, it captured the new program. So I want you to go through this exercise, describe, and you do this for any time you want to shift a program. I don't care where you're at. If you're earning a million dollars a year and you want to earn a million dollars a month, you do the exact same exercise, you write down the way that it is, the negative situation, and that's your program. And then you write down a positive situation that's the way that you want to have it done, the way that this, that's the opposite. I want you to do this exercise. And when you're done with it, I want you to burn the negative. You've got to let it go. Now, it's symbolic. It's symbolic because the program's in you. It's not on the paper. But when you are burning it, you're saying, I am done with this for the rest of my life. I am done with it. I release it from my life forever. And so you burn it and see it letting go. And now you're left with the written description of the way that you do want to be living, the way that you do want to program. But you still need to get that program inside of you. On the next episode of Reprogram Your Mind, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do to get that new idea, that new program inside of your subconscious mind, so that you begin to work from that instead of the old program. If you felt like this was beneficial, I encourage you to subscribe so that you don't miss that next episode. And please feel free to leave me a review. Any of the five-star reviews is absolutely going to help this podcast community grow and help serve other people. So I would really welcome those reviews. Thank you so much for your support, for the messages I've received on social media. It really means a lot to me. I'm happy to be here and grateful to serve you. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll see you next week with another episode.